we get to talk to a uh, former teammate of Max Pacioretty. Did a great sit-down interview with him before Game 1. Golden Knights, Montreal Canadiens yesterday. It is our pal, and yours really, Colby Armstrong of the NHL and Sports Hub. What's going on, Colby? What's going on? How you guys doing? Good, buddy. You're really going... Uh... You're really going back to cool, Colby, eh? You're on Kess's house. You're wearing backwards hats, and yeah. you're you're calling Stone, Mark Stone, Stone. Like, does that put you over the top? Does that yeah, put you over the top? You're you're back, hey, you're back, you're back all the way. He's Stoney. back, baby. Yeah, I'm he's back. Right. <laughs> he's all the way back. How, man, I gotta say, uh, if so, I used to have like I got a lot of goals. I got a lot of things in my life that I want to do. Being on Kess's house is one now. <laughs> that place is amazing. Yeah, man. Honestly, honestly, um, life goals for sure. I was like asking him, like, I, I know he makes good money, but I kept bugging him, like, dude, do you have any money left at all? Do you yeah. have no money left? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's a, it should be called Kess's house dot 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 of yeah. cards. That's just about to collapse financial ruin because there's no everything there you're like is did he invest in i don't know like microsoft or i i don't understand so he's just like he's not just hockey rich he's like wealthy is this yeah yeah, who are his parents is Bezos he, uh, is Bezos? like, hey, yeah. can I come to your house? Hey, right. Kessler, can I, can I, can I spend yeah, the like night? Bezos <laughs> is going to show up at Kess's house soon. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, I got there and like you saw the video, right? Like when he yes. was like promoing it. But like when I got there, like I, you know, you, you see it and you're like, okay, but, like everything is like perfect though. Like everything's built in. Like I'm telling you, cold tubs, hot tubs, sauna, workout gym, basketball court, like everything. Jersey's perfectly detailed into the wall everything is unbelievable so Cars, yeah it's boats, uh, games it's just oh, bar. Buddy, not just it's... games he has like he has like he has like 50 arcade games i'm not even yeah, joking on that. on like two separate areas and then he's got boats like why do you have four boats i don't know why you have four boats but he's got four boats yeah unbelievable this is... This is the best, too, because you just moved. You just got a new house, and it was like, what did you get, Colb? And you're like, I got a new office, and I sit in the <laughs> office, and that's cool. Buddy, I, my life sucks compared to what he has. Like, <laughs> yeah. totally. It's like he's got I, that Instagram life, I guess, right? Dude, I, wow. yeah. That's, you know what, I, though? I'm like, on Instagram now, boys. I don't know if you noticed. Just oh. got my Insta fired up. Wow. I, this is actually huge news. Here's the question. Yeah, you I never it, retweet but... the show. Will you share your posts on Instagram? Like, how is your Instagram game going? I don't gonna... even, like, I took know a class on how to use Instagram, kind of, but I don't know how to share, really. <laughs> I'm still working out the kinks, bud. I have two posts, but, I yeah. mean, it's a work in progress, but it wait. seems pretty fun. I can't seems wait. pretty yeah. fun. Buddy, it was tailor-made for you. All it is is likes. Uh-huh. That's yeah. all you've ever <laughs> Look at my whole yes, life. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I learned how to quickly do it. Um, yeah. You just double-click the thing, and it just likes it automatic. You don't even have to hit the heart. It's unbelievable. I know. It's Be great. careful I, with that. I can't wait to uh, send you all my favorite accounts and just give you like a good yeah. follow list and just be like, hey, okay, here's the list. Here are the things that you get. Um, no, this is perfect. Getting you to learn Instagram is going to be amazing. So, yeah, you do that. You do the patch ready interview. Um, I thought it was great, actually. I, I like. I really enjoyed both of those things, buddy. Good job on both. Um, did last night's game go 
the way that you expected, though, because I kind of like Ben. I didn't yeah. see the first couple minutes of the Montreal game because I was jumping around and the Jays were still on and there was a basketball game that was close and I I actually forgot that it started at nine, kind of lost track of time. And Ben's on the phone with uh, myself and our buddy Ryan. And he's like, the Habs are all over them. The Habs are all over them. They look amazing. And then I yeah. switch over. And I don't know if I'm just a curse or whatever, but then it's like the whole rest of the game, which I watched, was just Vegas, you know, beating them like a drum. And it's hard for me not to think that now with, you know, Shea Weber all of a sudden grabbing his wrist and getting punched like that, that, like, I, I, I don't know. How does Montreal even get back into the series? Yeah, and... um yeah, first of all, like the interview stuff, like I, you know me, you guys know me, like I don't know what the heck I'm doing, right? Like it's hilarious, but so that's uh, so that's fun. It. It, it, yeah, and it was fun, like chatting with uh, with those guys. It was fun chatting with guys. Like I pretty much have done, you know, four of them now, and it's been with every guy I've, you know, played with before. So that's been just a ton of fun, and they've been great with me doing it. So um, I think they turned out pretty good. But yeah, as far as the game went last night, like I was expecting Vegas to come out like crazy last night i was expecting it was kind of the opposite of the start that i thought and who know who knew like you know the feeling out period because i think we saw tampa kind of feeling out the islanders a little bit that was my take on that series uh in game one but um i thought i thought you know montreal would kind of be you know there's you know 18 to twenty thousand people in the building going absolutely bonkers the first time they've experienced all year these teams haven't faced each other and look I mean, how long? I don't even know. And, you know, what was it going to look like? And I thought Vegas, from what we've seen through the playoffs so far, was just going to come out and steamroll them. So I was, like, surprised at Montreal's start and how good they were off the beginning. Uh, and then we saw Vegas, yeah, get to their game, forecheck, overwhelming, swarming chances and high-quality chances from the front. Those scene passes that they were doing, like, unbelievable plays. Building was absolutely electric and rocking. Like, this team... I, I love this team. I love the way they play. I I actually thought, though, that, like, Montreal, I, I think adjustments and, yeah, Weber injury and Petrie, when will he be back? They desperately need those guys, oh, obviously. Okay. Yeah, it, it's going to be really hard if you don't have those guys going. But um, I thought that they kind of hung in there better than I thought against a team that has overwhelming speed, power, forecheck, physicality, and ability to create chances. So, um yeah, well, it's interesting to see what game two will bring, but Vegas is a powerhouse, buddy. Vegas is an absolute powerhouse. Colby, I agree with you, and that's what has to be so disheartening if you're a Habs fan today, because I honestly, I think they played one of their... I, you play that game out a bunch, and I think they played about as well as they could play the first 10 yeah. minutes, and, and, and Flower was outstanding in those 10 minutes. and Harry then they Price do get the, was insane. Carey Price made, I don't know, insane. half a dozen 10 bell saves. Like, he yeah, was on his glove save. Why not? To keep it 3 and, 1. And sure, there were a couple of fluky, like, save. tipped and, 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 and screened goals in that. But I actually, I was like, hey, kudos to you, Montreal. You, you didn't embarrass yourself. You lost 4 1. Like, <laughs> you lost 4 1. I just, Unreal. I do not see the path for them. Uh, despite, I mean, they obviously need a lead. That's part of it, too, right? Is, uh, they're playing the actual best defensive team in the National Hockey League, the team that allowed the fewest goals during the regular season, and that was the first game they've trailed in, what, eight, uh, seven at least? Yeah. So if they yeah. go down one goal, it's done. Like, they cannot chase a game. But I, I thought that honestly was like the, the 10% of, of the times you play that game that the Habs played in that 10% as good as, as well as they could play, and they still got smashed. 
Yeah, they got smashed. Yeah, and and Car- yeah, Carey Price is absolutely insane. And I I know like, you know what he's done through the past couple series has been good. But even like what we saw last night alone, last night alone is is unbelievable. Like, is he kind of playing his best hockey ever right now, as far as dictating what he can impact on games right now through this run in the playoffs? I I I, I don't know. It's it's hard to think about but like it's save on stone i think uh jd that's one you're referring to where he came across and like robbed him high glove like no goalie comes across technically like like you could think of a million you know at least two sorry a million two spots to shoot on that play and that's that's back across five hole with the goalie stretched out uh and that's high glove and that's all you have but he comes across perfect technique perfect posture straight up and all you have really is high glove on that because he takes everything else away and his glove is right out in front of it. Just aggressive, amazing, technical, perfect carry price save. But he was doing it all night on those little deflections in front, uh, shot tip passes with his feet reacting and just does it, makes it look so, so darn easy. It's crazy to see, but he is, he's unbelievable. And then, and then look at Vegas too. Like the production from their back end has been incredible. They're getting it from all lines. Incredible. Um, yeah, they, they just seem like a team that really is just going to be overwhelming and, and tough to stop. And I, I think, you know, we were all kind of sitting there and watching and kind of wondering, you know, what this would look like. And, you know, all the talk about the North Division and now they're facing a real team and we've seen the intensity in other series from other divisions and what this is going to look like. And you can kind of see, you know, what the Habs are going to look to have to deal with in, in, this, in this Golden Knights team because, you know, they're stacked top to bottom. They've got a little bit of everything too, right? With physicality, shot blocking. Martinez is just eating eating pucks, uh, you know, like crazy. And they've got a lot of guys that have bought into that. They've got McNabb, who's a threat all the time on uh, physicality. They've got like little pieces all through their lineup that give you something a little bit different along with, you know, the overwhelming swarming type, type of hockey that they play. So I love I, – I don't know. I love watching their game. I think they play a really exciting brand of hockey. I think they play – playoff style uh physicality as well like they they bring a little bit of everything and then they have flurry and net who's you know electric at the same time with his athleticism and craziness and pad stacks and um so they give you a little bit of everything if you like good hockey like playoff hockey you like you know speed and and physicality that's the golden knights to a t yeah i love the knights uh i'm jealous of their team I think there's a reason they keep Doesn't it look fun there. down there, boys? Where, yeah, are we well, going down to do good show down there? Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Come on, ben, Sportsnet. Ben Get the good talked, show down in Vegas. Dude, Ben and I actually talked about that last night on the phone, how I I can't imagine. So I love games at the Bell Center when it's full. It's just a different yeah, atmosphere. Unreal. It's like I, I've, I've tried to describe it as the fans in that building, just like the hockey IQ is just higher than anything else. It's like they know when to chant. They like the breathing with the puck, like the way the game is feeling, like it just feels so intense in there. And I know I've gone, I've only gone to Bell Center games against the Leafs. Actually, I went to one against the Sens, but so there's always that like added layer of being there. And usually it was on hockey night in Canada, and I'd go down for those games. And it's just, you know, the atmosphere in that building is insane. But I need to see a game in Vegas. Yep. You know, you just look around the crowd yep. and it's like there's Vegas celebrities and there's a show and there's, you know, Elvis is in the <laughs> it's crowd. It's 110 and going degrees nuts. outside and then you walk yeah. into that cold arena. Oh, that, yeah, I just, it yeah, looks so fun. They sell out fun. every game, obviously. <laughs> it looks so I love, cool. 
I love when they come on the ice. Like, what is that John Wick music? Like the song, and like yeah. it just. And then the guy oh, yells, the, "It's nighttime!" Like how yeah. how awful, but how awesome is that? It's so electric. Like it's got to be an unbelievable feeling. The music, the light show, the laser beams, Elvis in the crowd. Everything's happening. It's it's. I mean, they hit it out of the park. You know, lots of people talk about Vegas and you know, the expansion draft and how did they get like this and how is this team so good out of the gates? But how smart is it not to have Vegas be good? How smart is it for a league not to have this team to be successful and seeing the success it's had and seeing their building packed and the fan base that it's created and how good it's been for business in the NHL? It's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable for the league. It's unbelievable for their fan base. It's unbelievable for hockey. I think just a lot of people really like this team. It started off as the misfits, and it's kind of grown into something else. They've been aggressive. They've gone and got good players. They've made moves on top of the expansion draft, uh, and they've just got a really good product on the ice. And on top of it, you're in Vegas. Like, get out of yeah. town on a bike, no, boys. It's it's so <laughs> good. And I, it's funny, though, because I, I just imagine that other teams are still so pissed about it, the way that it broke down where – they had so much to give where they like they get all these guys, they add to the assets of their team so deep to the point where it's like they can give up. No one talks about the fact that they traded Nick Suzuki because they got Max Pacioretty, yeah. and it's like he's right. their guy, yeah. like one of their top goal scorers. Like doesn't even matter. And I I, I feel bad. I, and then you time, lure guys like Petrangelo because that's you're it. good. And you, you get like yeah. rock solid guys. How good was he how good has he been? Like I mean and the guy's been no a horse. Taxes. You got, you got no taxes, yeah. you're in a cool place. You've got a crazy good fan base. You get great teammates. It's like the perfect min- mix of just veteran guys who care. Like, you, I, you look up and Millard. down that roster of guys you would want to have on your team, and it's just loaded top to bottom. And then they have stuff where it's like as if the, it's like the rich get richer where they make the Mark Stone trade. And I oh I'll still I, – I don't know how Ottawa fans watch hockey anymore. Like, that's just the type of trade where I need a break from hockey for like five years because I don't want to watch Mark Stone play because he's oh, so good at everything. So, yeah, I love that team. Um, I will say this, though. So I'm, I'm rooting, and I always have rooted for Marc-Andre Fleury. Um, I, I didn't like the exit in Pittsburgh. Um, I just think, like, yeah, the world of that player, I just think that they've always kind of had a bit of a we're ready to pull the string on this thing with the Leonard stuff. And, yeah, I just I love seeing him perform that way. But I want to get back to the Carey Price thing because – Carey Price is doing this in such a way that even myself, like the huge Habs hater that I am, I actually got to admit that deep, like there's a dark part of me that just wants to see Carey Price win now. That I I don't want to see a guy of that skill not win. I don't want to see a guy who is that impactful and who has been, you know, the face of the position for me since, when did he come in the league? Like 06? No, a little later than that probably, right? 08, somewhere yeah. somewhere in that range. He's been around for a while now, and it feels like he's been sort of snake bit with bad teams. And like when you said, is this the best he's ever been? No, that was, I think, 2014, right? When uh, was it Kreider yeah, that run. crashes into him? I remember feeling yeah, like they're, they're definitely the going to win the cup. They're definitely going to win the cup because Carey Price is just playing the way that Carey Price is. And I don't know. I just, I, it's, it's an awkward feeling of just thinking, man, I don't want Carey Price to be the guy who didn't win, you know? Yeah. 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 He's like the, he's like in that one percenter class of NHL talent for sure. And, you know, guys you look at that go, you know, could it be that he plays his career and doesn't win a cup and he's, you know, that good in a market that, that is that good. You know, you think of other, like, like, 
you know, Jerome McGinley, who at the end went chasing it, had a couple, had a run in Calgary, but like, you know, that, that 1% class of leadership and intangibles, skill, he had everything. And, you know, for his fan base, you know, he's probably, you know, he's, he is definitely like in that class, but I don't know why, but, you know, I, I played with him, uh, you know, that half lockout year was that 2013, 14, 2013, um, where, you know, I know what it's like to play in front of him and have him back there and the feeling that it gives a team. And I loved watching the game last night and just the shots of him. You know, when he makes a save, we got the wink from him. Uh, you know, we got the wink, the Patrick Wall wink, right? Yeah. Like, that is so cool. We got, like, oh, just the way he, like, grabs his water bottle at the end of the period and it showed him skating off, like, on a mission. Like, he just exudes confidence and leadership from his position to his team. And and I know guys are banged up. We talked about Petrie out of the lineup and Weber out of the lineup. But like what he's doing, the way he's carrying this team right now, the way he's he's you know pushing all his energy out in front of his guys for confidence, it's, it's unbelievable the way he's playing. And you're right. How do you not cheer for Carey Price? I mean, he is. Uh, it, you know, it's crazy looking at the other series. Two great Russian goalies, and then looking at this series with two great Canadian goalies with you know great careers so far. Um, and I don't say great lightly with, with these two guys because that's how good they've been and, you know, what they are to the game and, and the, their position and, and the league. But um, for Carey Price to, you know, have a run here and kind of, a, I guess, Cinderella run, the Habs aren't supposed to be here. Uh, and it's on the way they're playing as a team, but it's big time on the back of Carey Price with the way he's able to shut things down. I just love, like they cut to him when the period ends and he just grabs his water bottle and skates off. Like he's just a beast on a mission. You just kind of get shivers watching the way he is. So yeah, carries carries a guy that I think a lot of people are rooting for to get a, get a championship or get, get a cup, but especially again, in that market, right? Montreal would blow yeah. up. It'd be crazy. You know him and like, yeah, you've played with him. And is there just a way, because it's funny we can tell. So you can tell why a guy like flurry is loved by his teammates, right? Like he's a joker. And yeah. like yesterday, he grabs Gallagher's helmet right when there's a scrum. He skates <laughs> off yeah. with it, and you're just like, "That's Mark Andre Fleury." Like that's what I think. And everybody loves a goalie who comes up with big saves, right? It's just like the that's it. It's like, okay, you saved our ass. We love you. You know, you're back there. You bailed us out. You gave us an opportunity to win, of course. So it's like when you have guys who are the best at things in hockey, especially, they usually get you know, leeway as a guy, and they're just more well-liked, probably even more than I would say a lot of other sports. And Price, though, just seems to be someone from an outsider's perspective where he's just meshing not only the ability to be the best at his position, but that, like, he's cool, that he's not weird in in some ways, that it's just like, I, I keep coming back to this quote where someone asked, why does Carey Price keep getting the votes to be the best goaltender in the NHL when his numbers don't reflect that later in his career? And the anonymous player said, because Carey Price is the man. And yeah, yeah I've just always kind of wondered about that. Exactly. And I hear you say it and you're like, yes, yes. And it's like, wh- how does he carry himself differently that does separate him from everybody else where it's just like, yes, the game is incredible. We all realize that. But it just does seem like there's a reverence towards him that is different from any other goalie in the NHL, including his, like, best contemporaries. Well, yeah, and I hate to say this because he's younger than me, but there's just something about him, too, like that star power um, and calmness just to his personality. Like, when he's in a room, you know when you're in a room and, like, somebody walks in and you're like, oh, man, there's Carey Price. Like, he has, you know, that aura about him when he's when he's around, when he comes in the room, um, you know, when he takes to the ice. Like, one, he looks cool. Like, he looks awesome 
in the net. Like, it's just such a comforting feeling having him there. His personality in the room, his calmness, like he's one of the boys, but he's just, like, hanging out. Like, it's so different from most goalies. And Marc-Andre Fleury is much the same way in that regard, like where he's not stuffing himself in a corner all weirded out and no one talks to him. It's like a different – it's a totally different vibe with both those guys. Uh, and then just the way they control the game from their position is unbelievable, and that's what Kerry does. So you add all that up into a dynamic of day-to-day practice, day-to-day game day, like all that stuff of being around him and seeing the way he operates and seeing his personality and just a calm, calmness factor to where, hey, man, this is how he is. He's like, he's like, yeah, well, good, man. I got your back. Like, no worries. And, like, it just kind of flows off onto the team, and that's how he is. That's how he plays. And then, like, there were several times last night, I don't know, you guys are probably the same way, where I was, like, grabbing my head, like, oh, my God, unbelievable. Yeah, like, course. I was nice blown guy. away by the saves that he made where I was, like, audibly going, oh, my God, on my couch watching games. So he's that, he's that good. He's that type of goalie. He's that type of personality. He's that type of leader. Um, yeah, he's got, he's got it all going on right now with, with his team. It's a really steep hill to climb with this Golden Knights team. Well, that's it. He was incredible. He's been incredible. He's the best player on that team. They lost 4-1. They played a good 10 minutes. They didn't have a, a single high-danger opportunity after the first period. I or, thought sorry, they, they kind had of one. slowed it down a bit, though, to like you know their pace a bit. And maybe it was a feeling out for them a little bit, and there's got to be some adjustments. and not you having, have hope for them? You know, P- Petrie being there. But I'm interested to see how Game 2 will go for them. You know, I'm interested to see how they can make some adjustments and look at their play. I don't have hope for them. I think Vegas is just too strong, but I'm interested to see like how they kind of adjust and kind of curtail the flow of the game to their style a little bit more. Cause I saw a little bit of that last night in kind of a game one feeler. Um, It'd be interesting to see if what they can do in, in adjusting and building off of, you know, some of the things that they did do good, like their start and, you know, some of the things that they did do good with their four check and, and other things. But yeah, yeah, I, I said this already, but the the hill is steep. The hill is steep no, when dude. you look through this Vegas lineup and, and the depth up front and the way they're deep play and move the puck and chip in offensively and then the goaltending as well. No, they're just totally outclassed. Um, and yeah, it was a fine. Wasn't that minutes. exciting game last night, though? Just the atmosphere, like. Uh, I don't know. I, I I thought it was awesome. I, I the guy holding up the sign loud a. It, it, I mean, it was just like how thrilled are you know Montreal fans to be in Vegas. We saw lots of that last night. Um, but how thrilled is it to play in a in a in a you know semifinal game? Are we calling it a conference final? Semifinal game um, with a you know a Canadian team. And I think the Vegas fans, for what we can say of you know knowledge of hockey or whatever. I think they're pretty excited about the attention of a Canadian team as well and what that means, you know, to the semifinal. I guess, but then they're going to get smoked. And there's so much (laughs) of the last year and a half that I want to forget. Like, I want to ever forget having takes that, hey, you know, the North Division, eh, you know what? (laughs) You're going to be surprised just because there's a couple of bad teams at the bottom. There's a lot of bad teams at the bottom of every division, but the top of the division, just as good as anybody else. Like, I I feel like those takes are, are getting close to needing to be stricken from the record. So what if they get swept? Yeah, is that completely strict? It's it's everything's gone. Like Leafs weren't good. Winnipeg not close. Good try, Canada. Mm-hmm. If it's a sweep, I think. Hey, okay. yeah. Well, <laughs> like me, that's the a, narrative, right? It it is the narrative, and, and it like here's the thing: narratives are usually oversimplifications, right? So yeah. I do think that it's going to be a little unfair to. I would say the Leafs specifically. Um, I listen. I right now I'm still in. I hate the Leafs, right? Where it's just I can't yeah. believe that they did this. I can't believe they choked. You're upset. 
Yeah, well, it's just they. I'm I'm upset for a whole variety of different reasons, but it's just I I do keep picturing them here in this spot, and I don't think that they would get overwhelmed the way that Montreal did, or like I wouldn't feel as though the Leafs go into this series and they get there and Vegas is minus 500 favorites to win this thing, right? Like that's yeah. what they are against yeah. Montreal. The Leafs are just a more talented team. They're a better team and. When they were at their best, they they looked quality in that series against Montreal and all this different stuff about Killer Instinct. I know it's hard to quantify, whatever, but I just I think that it's a two things can be true thing where it's like the Leafs were a good hockey team, they had a good room, um, they had a good regular season, they stacked up well against those teams in the regular season. It's just it's a different beast when you get there, and they yeah. prove that they're just still not mature enough or deep enough or tough enough to compete in games like that. Like I thought about it when Vegas. You know they do get punched in the mouth, right? right. They get they they fall down yeah. early. They don't look good early, but it's like they don't collapse. They stick to their game. They get some saves, and all of a sudden they start turning it around. And yeah, like I again, I hate to keep going back to Mark Stone because yeah, I'm obsessed with Mark Stone. Like there's just no doubt. Like, yeah, I, I think Mark Stone is probably my favorite hockey player. Maybe in the last like I don't even know how long. Like that wasn't a guy on the Leafs. I just I love you know watching what I Mark love Stone about him. I it's love everything. about him is that like he's not he's not pretty doing it like he's no. hairs all over the place he's got that you know he tapes that big knob on his stick like he's <laughs> like crazy like facial expressions and high fives but like he gets it done so good he's so smart he's so tenacious he's physical he's big he's strong he finishes he has drive killer instinct he has all of that all into one and you can see what he's you know, definitely massive leader on this team, and he can yes. do everything too. He can kill penalties, he can block right. shots, he does everything. So, yeah, I mean, you know, looking at at all of this as well, I think you know we got to give Montreal a ton of credit, and maybe Mark Bergevin a ton of credit because although their season sure. had a bunch of stumbles and ups and downs, you know, the big talk I think with the Leafs over the last several years is playoff readiness, and you know, is this a team for the playoffs? Is this team built for the playoffs? And I think, you know, we've said all along is that Montreal went and got certain guys and Anderson and specifically, specifically, um, although he hasn't scored much, uh, these playoffs, but those types of guys and the way their D is built, um, you know, for them to, you know, you know, make, make some noise in the playoffs and, and they're living up to it and it's all coming together. I, you know, I love, I love Cole Caulfield too. Like it gets his first goal, but like the puck follows him around. He's always smiling. He's got that great energy. He's bouncing around. He's quick, so fast. He's got those little touches, those little sh- little shot. And I love how they're starting to use him now. Like they're just pumping him out there all the time. He just brings it. God. He just brings it. And um, you know, it'd be interesting to see what he's going to look like next year with a full season under his belt, possible rookie of the year conversation yeah. with him. But um, there's no question. Like we have to look at the Habs, and you know, you look at other teams and go, hey, this is you know, you have to build your team to be able to play the rigors of playoff hockey. And that yeah. is, there's no question of that. Dude, no, we keep coming back to the same thing, which is uh, Shane O'Brien, who shouted you out on his podcast, actually, for the work you're doing, like, not too long ago, was just saying how, yeah, it's tough because you got to build a team for the regular season. All of a sudden, you got to build a different team for the playoffs. And it's hard to mesh those two things. And so, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. know. We'll, we'll see with Toronto. All I'm going to end is this. is like, I'm happy that you're so excited, buddy. Like, you can tell, like, right now talking to you that you're just loving these series and that you're loving these games. And, yeah, yeah it's, it's shining through. And, yeah, let's just keep enjoying watching Mark Stone, who... 
not finish-wise and not offensively the same guy at all, but just, you know, who he actually reminds me of sometimes is like, or watching him the way I feel is Datsuk, where it's just like, I feel like that team is going to win because they have this guy where every shift he does things, like there's never a time where you don't notice him. It's just always like, oh, look, he did that with his stick. Oh, look, he did that with the puck. Like, he's just that kind of a guy where... I just think he's a winner. I think he's just one of those dudes that's going to win. Same with and you know what? I've been saying I've been saying for a long time, like with the way the game has gone in skill, 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 speed, speed, speed. I feel like all the players kind of look the same, and I really yeah, appreciate guys that kind of look. I kind of appreciate uh, elite guys that you know you can go through the league of all the elite guys that just look different, right? Like yep. from Kane to Crosby to Panarin to Stone, and then like they all have their different look and flavor where they're not Matthews. like generic player a you know and it's just like you know you know the way they get their the way they look in their equipment the way they look and the way they want to play it's just like they it's their own it's so unique and they're so good at it i love watching guys like that yeah i laugh every time i look at mark stone's picture on hockeydb.com because it's hilarious hair is everywhere i love that guy that does the face mashups on uh, social media it's hilarious (laughs) anthony stewart like, who are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, there's some guy that does it. I think he's, like, from Ottawa or something. He does these oh. face mashups. Oh, right. I don't yeah. know if you've Stewie seen it. Stewie is so Stewie triggered is pretty... that you're not talking about him right yeah. now. Like yeah. that's Stewie you're... is pretty legit. Stewie yeah. is pretty legit. <laughs> Calling me out on my Hockey DB hype the other day uh, on, on social media. Is what is it on Hockey DB? Has me listed as 510. No, dude. There's something wrong with Hockey DB. They got a lot of heights wrong. Like, they got a lot. There's it's, it's yeah. here's the Here's the sneaky thing. Uh, we got to go. We, man, we haven't talked to you in a while. We can tell because it's like we got a lot. But Hockey Reference is so much better than Hockey mm-hmm. DB, and people still use Hockey DB. It's like yeah, but the only the cool thing stuff. about Hockey DB is I you like can click the pictures, them. and it changes the pictures of like when guys started oh, their career that. to later in their yeah, career. Yeah, that's great. That's cool. That. That's great. I love that. But Hockey <laughs> Reference is that. like if you actually need stuff, like why would anyone use Hockey DB? Hockey DB is like the Junior worst stuff. website. It's so bad. I love Hockey DB. I, love I know it. because it's like it, it, people are gaslit into no, thinking no. it's good. It's horrific. It's horrible. I agree with you, JD. Like if you're just looking for NHL stats, but yeah, it has the junior stuff. It has the AHL stuff. But yeah, I, I love know that. This, this clicking that. of the pictures thing. You just opened my yeah. world. Oh my god! Babe. Holy get, cow! Get it together. That's Holy like the cow. hockey DB 101. All right, we gotta go. <laughs> oh my god, it is. All right, boys. Thanks for having me. Enjoy the hockey. See, See you, bud. All right. <laughs> Just gonna do some clicking on Colby Armstrong's hockey DB picture.